This episode of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast was recorded on Saturday the 4th of February at 9.30 in the evening and was done as a Facebook Live. As a result, some of what you might hear might make little or no sense at all as it was better suited to watching and you therefore may want to watch the Facebook Live version which is still available on the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast Facebook page. Hi, it's episode 24, season 3 of the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast. My name's Jav, joining me this week, Merrick Wells. Hello. And if you're watching on Facebook, we are live on Facebook, um, on, on Facebook Live, um, for the first time. Um, we normally do podcasts, obviously it goes out as a, as, a, as a pod, as an audio recording, but for one night only, we're doing this live, so send us your questions live on Facebook. Um, you can do so via the, via the Tom Lotsburg Family podcast page, you can send us um, questions on Twitter, questions, of course. Comments, comments, love, that sort of thing. Um, now, Merrick, Merrick... You were on the very first podcast. Yes, I was. So I was responsible for the terrible performance in the first podcast because my power went down. That's so we thought the best way to solve that is instead of using internet connection, yeah. I'll just come here and do it from your old sofa. School. <laughs> old school, yeah. So the very f- we've done just for figuring out we've done when I started the podcast for November twenty something on the twenty first November I don't know um, twenty fourteen we. Um, so two and a, two and a bit, two and a half years ago, we've done ninety-one episodes to date. So this is the ninety-second episode. Merrick was there for the first one, and he's here for this historic occasion um, that we're doing the Facebook. And as I life. said, I was quite disappointed I wasn't here for ninety-one because that would have then been FA Cup final win. But ninety-two would have wasn't meant to be. Um, <laughs> you've come over from from, from, from Zaragoza in Spain. Yes, um, yes, for, I have for a few days, um, and we've been at one hour lane watching watching the game. Um, initial thoughts. Initial thoughts, um, do you want my speech about Ryanair customer service or should we go straight to the football? I think we should go straight to the football. <laughs> um, well, obviously, uh, I had said to you uh, last season I wanted to try and come over this season because it would be my last chance to uh, go to White Hart Lane as we know it. And um, today wasn't just about necessarily the game, it was about experiencing that walk up the road and, and seeing the stadium, the grand old lady perhaps for the last time. And seeing the big erection behind the new... Yeah, that would, I thought we weren't talking about that. No, we were um, <laughs> Yeah, um, well, it's interesting because you said to me as we were walking up, you were going to uh, withhold your comments and then see what my reaction was. Um, and my reaction was, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Um, Which is a reaction that most people get. And I can't help thinking, sorry, to, I, I can't help thinking it, it, it looks at the moment. Maybe I can't picture it I've, I've seen obviously all the, the stuff online about how it's going to look mm-hmm. but it just to me at the moment just looks exactly what it is which is a big concrete clamp and it's just a little bit dour and it's just a bit all samey it just to me looks like one of more all of these new modern stadium it did say it doesn't I said look like to a you, character i said to you as the way it is it's just poured set concrete it looks like a, a continental 1970s olympic stadium um but I, it's gonna have more character than that when the time comes it's, it's the size and the scale that I like. It, it looks like um, 
you know, we're, we're possibly... Uh, it's sad to, to say goodbye to the stadium that served us well for so long and has had so many wonderful memories. But um, we want to be up there with the big, big, big boys and we need a stadium that befits it. Um, but as I said to you today when we were talking about it, I said uh, it doesn't really matter about the stadium, its size, its acoustics, its technical setup. What it needs is its own set of memories. It's, uh, it, you know, we won't really care how concrete and uh, unoriginal it looks if we're parading silverware around it. Mm. So uh, that was my conclusion on it. Roll on, roll on the 21st century. Absolutely. Um, as for the game, obviously we got the win, we got the three points, that, that's that's the, the obvious thing. We're second in the table, still nine points behind Chelsea. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about um, possible title challenge, um, maybe in a bit. Um, three points ahead of Arsenal. Uh, never a bad thing. Never a bad thing, no. Superior, mind the gap and all that. Um, superior. I thought we said we weren't going to say that either. Right. You mentioned gaps and erections. This is not on the running list. It's after nine. <laughs> you know, it's, it's after the nine o'clock what, 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 um, watershed. Um, uh, we Sorry, were, I interrupted your flow. Do uh, um, three points ahead of uh, Arsenal, four an hour ahead of Liverpool, who who um, lost early today. They lost in hell, didn't good. they? No, they were at home, weren't they? they? They were, they, were, they were at home as well. Oh, this day's getting better. But, performance. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, I turned, I think we were about 35 minutes in when I turned to you and said, we're missing something. It seems, and, I, and I, we did have a conversation um, in the early part of the first half, and I, obviously I'm I, I, asking you these questions because you've been going there very regularly. And the, uh, how I worded it, I said... Um, is it like this a lot these days? Is mm. it like teams come to park, park the bus? Yeah. And it, it, it feels like it can get quite frustrating watching it in the flesh in that way. There's a difference of the dynamics between watching it on a screen and watching it in the flesh. Um, there was an awful lot, in my, my observations, there was an awful lot of um, very exciting and, and, and possible uh, possession, but then nothing came of it. A lot of passing the ball around that kind of large semicircle around the area, looking for a killer pass that wasn't there. It was fairly obvious to me that we were missing Danny Rose, in a sense, because a lot more of the, the, the work went down the other side with Kyle Walker. And Kyle Walker, may I just say, it's the first time I've seen him in the flesh. And I think about four times during the game, I think I clutched his shoulder and went, oh, I love it when he does that. When he puts on the pace, when he slams into fifth gear, he is impressive to behold. The man has an engine. He really Same does. Enough. And the other thing I saw was, um, for the first time seeing Wanyama um, in the flesh, you could spend a good five, six minutes watching him rather than following the ball like you do on TV sometimes. And he is... He's a beast. He's, he's, a, he's a purchase and a half. Mm. He really is. He just... It, and he's so unassuming about how he goes about his business. Is he man of the match for you? Or? Well, we were saying again... They, they gave it some, didn't they? Which we... we yeah. We... I... Again, I know, I've said on the pod in the past, I think Son uh, flatters to deceive. Um, The phrase I used today was, I said, he gets himself into a position, he gets himself liberated, and then he runs back into trouble rather than releasing the ball for the pass. He's looking to to be the man. And sometimes that pays off, and we love him for it. When it doesn't, he should be distributing the ball back into the middle. Um, I think he he did do the cross for the disallowed goal, I think. Yeah. 
And so he, he, did, he did also did the cross for Harry Kane when he headed it just over the bar. That's true. A beautiful cross. That's true. And I just think he should do that more. It's funny because like, we were talking about the angle we were behind the goal. He does seem to get himself into a position where, you know, from from behind the goal, you're just going, "There's a space. Have a, have a pop." And the early chance was it four or five minutes in? You know, we again that angle. We were online with the ball to see it, and we both felt he didn't really get a solid contact. It was it was a bit a bit limp. And it was a fairly easy save in the end. We could see what he was trying to do. No, I, I agree with you. I think Wanyama was the man of the match. We what made, I saw, what I watched. Yeah, we made it... The, the, I, okay, I know we won and three points and we know all of that. But for me, it was frustrating. Um, I thought, first half, um, we, we looked really good going forward. Yep. Um, I think it was noticeable that on the left-hand side... I know there's a question a, a, a bit later, but we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at it. Um, Danny Rose was on there, and we had Ben Davis, who he's a, he's a solid left back, and there's no international standard player. Um, who, by the way, there was there was, a, there was a prick right behind me who kept slagging him off. Ben Davis, you fucking idiot! Have a shot! Why don't you have a fucking shot? Constantly throughout the game, which it was, was just it was, really annoying. It was yeah. When we were talking about that, we we actually on the way back we were saying. I don't think I remember a time um, when I've uh, viciously hated or slandered a player in, in the shirt. Maybe afterwards, <laughs> you know, after they've left the club. Or you get a general feeling of frustration with a misplaced pass or a, a bad decision. But yeah, there seemed to be... Yeah, this guy behind you was saying he, he did... He seemed to have it in for Ben Davis, which I thought was a bit unfair. Yeah. Um I don't know, it depends what other people thought about his performance. So I thought he was fairly solid. He, they clearly, they clearly had a heavier reliance. I mean, Song was going down the left, yeah. and Kyle Walker was going down the right. And there were quite, there was a couple of occasions in the second half where Ben Davis wasn't. I mean, he lost the ball a couple of times, and he was under pressure. He was much tighter into the centre of the pitch. So obviously, he'd been given the role to move a bit, a bit around to cover um, when uh, our centre backs went forward as well. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't a bad performance. Mm. It was a. It was workmanlike. I just. Uh, it it shows us. It shows us what we will have to expect. As you said, people close up shop when they they come to our gaff. Um, it's a sign of respect. Um, we just have to find uh, a, as a crowd, I suppose, of just being a bit more patient and accepting that sometimes, one is one nil. Yeah. Um. You know? The, um, Should have won a hat. Yeah, too. so Paul Ethel, <laughs> comment from thank you, Paul. Um, comment from from Paul Ethel live. Um, I should have worn a hat too. Um, our, last time I met Paul was at the Chelsea match um, back on the fourth, went over the fourth, and we were in Camden before the game, and uh, Camden High Street, and um, he was shopping for hats, and I was with him shopping for hats. So he, he, he bought a couple of hats, right? He was haggling with this guy because Paul didn't want to pay. Paul's from Wales, from, from deeper, starkest um, bridge end, and uh, he was trying to haggle. And uh, anyway, eventually he bought, he bought these two hats. One of them, he, he, he looked like Quinton Chris. I'm not, I, the reason I'm not wearing a hat is I'm not a hat person. Um, I don't want to screw up my hair as well, also. Um, talk, I, am, talk, I am very much a hat person. Talking of hair. My hair needs to be covered and protected because it is screwed up permanently. Talking of hair, Toby Alvaro, oh, his hair. He's, he's his hair, we're going completely sculpt, A sculpted vision of manliness. He went up for a ball, I was watching, uh, and he headed the ball, 
and his hair sort of flopped, and then it just fell back in place. It was seamless, just it like is, him as a player. It is a bit like he is. A, he reminds me a bit like a, what, an agent in the Matrix. If his hair comes out of place before he's landed, and you're right because you notice it because his hair is so perfect. Um, as he as he as he comes back to the ground after he's jumped, the hair just goes. Yeah, and it, 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 yeah, he his movement. His move, especially, and again, it's stuff you don't always get to see on TV, you know, because you're watching where the TV focuses your your vision. His movement in the box for our corners, you know, I, I observed a couple of times that he, he he had this cycle of three or four runs that he would do, and he drags defenders with him everywhere, and he always manages to loop around and find himself space. Um, it was an education to watch him. In the box in that first half, it was impressive. Before I before I jump, we've had a few live questions. Before, go for it, go for it. before I jump to, to, to those, I'm just going to say on on the left hand side, Ben da- yeah Ben Davis just so uh, Son going forward was attacking, but I often felt that he didn't have that outlet, and Ben wouldn't go um, forward as much as 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 much as Rose for for, uh, mm-hmm. for example. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's what that's something that we were lacking somewhat. Um, the, the match. A couple of times he made some very good overlaps by that he did, point. No, some, some, yeah, some was head down going into the box. Yeah, the, we got the results. The main thing. The only thing that, that for me was a little bit frustrating in the first half. I thought lots of good movement, um, chances were created, but we didn't take them, and then we made made a little bit life difficult for ourselves in the first in the, in the, in the, first in the, in the, 10, 15 minutes yeah, of the second, second half. half. Yeah, I mean once we got the goal, I felt we really needed a second goal to kill it. Didn't happen. So be it. Um, there were shades of Sunderland in the first half for me, which I'll talk about in a minute because I went there early in the week, but I really want to glo- gloss over it because it was a shit, <laughs> shit trip. Uh, right, so we've had some questions. Um, David Phipps, this question has popped up before about, about a lack, lack in the final, in the third. final third. Goals to shots ratio. Um, what was noticeable was, um, to use a phrase I mentioned Paul Esau, there was lots of um, fanning around outside the box lots of lots of foreplay but no penetration yep yeah, yeah, passing the ball backwards and forwards and, and no no one was just getting in behind and I tell you I tell you what I did notice though right, that the crowd in the past would probably get a little bit more uptight about uh, the lack of um, results for that from that ratio but because of the dominance of possession and because um, uh, we've got used to this style of play now, it wasn't as tense um, as it has been in the past, um, but yeah, it is. It's that looking around, knocking it backwards and forwards, finding an option. A few too many stepovers in that first mm. half as well. Um, and again, see the, the interchanging of the tactics is fascinating. Seeing you know the way that um, Ericsson will go out very wide and give what Walker an option, even if he doesn't use him, he's dragging players with him. I just think we need. Uh, less patience and more guile, more determination, just to put the ball into that dangerous position. Because when we did get that that unlock pass and we got in around the back of them, they were terrified. They were terrified. Um, you know, the defenders didn't know who to pick up. Um, the goalkeeper, um, he looked he looked fairly solid, but he wasn't tested as much as I would want to see him at a home game against a team struggling at the bottom of the league. Um, maybe that's just football today yeah. I don't know I don't know um, what do we need to sort it out put 13 players on the pitch I don't, yeah. I, I, I don't know I think I, t- I tell you what though I think that 
we went back. We went with Bat Four today. We went with Bat Four um, against Sunderland, and I felt well, that prior to that, when we had the Bat Three, when Vertonghen was there with Alderweireld and um, and Dyer. Dyer, by the way, had a very good game. Today. He did. He was. He was very commanding. He was very good. Um, the wing backs. I mean, we said this before. Both of them got propensity to push forward anyway but particularly when they play as wing backs I think they've got much more licence to go forward mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gives us the width and, it al- and, and allows us to, 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 to break teams and we saw that against West Brom we saw that against Chelsea we saw that against um, the teams that we played over the festive period so yep. I, I think we're, we're, we're missing that I think if we can get that back in we can start to break teams down um, question from John Sh- Shirley, today sums up our season, dominant all over the park and struggle to break down 10 men behind the ball. Um, they stuck with this system until the last five minutes. Glad to get the points when clearly out. Front four were not at their best. Fort Davis played very well. Yeah, Ben Ben Davis did play very well. I, I, so I, think, I think sometimes... Sometimes the, the fans don't always understand the instructions the manager has given, and I, it was clear. It was clear to me he wasn't given the instruction to be a marauding wing back. His, his role today was different, and I think basically the guy behind us was expecting Ben Davis to come in and be the white man can jump, and uh, he's not that kind of player. He, he's, I, he delivers a better ball into the into the box consistently when yeah. he's out there, but he clearly wasn't given that role today. Different players. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's a solid player. The front four. I mean, I thought Son Eriksson did okay. Deli Ali. I, I thought Kane was a bit quiet. Possibly. I'm just going to move the camera a little bit. I seem to be getting only half of my face. Can't have you, that. You seen Steeler? Go on, carry on. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, were the front four that bad? I don't know. Um, let's just go. Back a bit, quite a few from. Oh, we've got a few now. Ian Morton, serious question. Do you think we play better in control games more when we play three at the back, or do you think it's possible to play that way without Yarrow Rose? I think we sort of, sort of touched on that. I think three. But the, the, the trouble is, we've got. Um, we've got Jan Vertonghen out, so who does he bring in to play in a back three? He's either got Vimmer, who he went for against City. Maybe yeah. he doesn't have the confidence in, in, in Vimmer. The other option is to play Ben Davis, who plays there for Wales. I'd quite like to see Ben there. But the trouble is we can't do that with Rose being injured. So um, I mean, it, it comes down to the personnel that, that, that we've got. He's, he's utilising the personnel. That's how I would answer the question. Um, you know, can, you, can, can we play that way without Jan and Rose? Of course we can. But we need... Obviously, Poch doesn't have the confidence in those players that we've got them in the second string to, to do that thing. Um, yeah, um, so Conor Manetto says the patient build-up created gaps between the lines and led to our best chances. Space them out and cut through their through their squad with some beautiful interplay. That's yeah, I agree with that. When when it was just uh, it's White Hart Lane in Spurs. We want to see we want to we want to see the moments that get us up on our feet, and we're not. I say we. I've been there very few times in a sense. You've been there more for me. But the White Hart Lane crowd want to be dazzled. They they do, but it, I think with Pochettino, we've gone from traditionally Tottenham. You're, you're right. Traditionally Tottenham, we, we we like players. We like player players. Traditionally Tottenham. Traditionally Tottenham. <laughs> we you know we like that, that shirt Hoddle. That, 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 that yeah, that's that, my man Hoddle in the in the eighties. No, we've had Hoddle. We've had Ginola. We've had these. Bale, we've had these players that, that provide magic magic moments. Um, whilst I still think we've got 
skillful players. I think that under Pochettino, the emphasis is on the team. So yep. occasionally, yes, there might be a fantastic goal from Harry Kane or, or, or a fantastic goal from Deli Ali. We saw that against Palace last year, or a, or a brilliant pass from Ericsson or, or, or Ali. But it's much more the emphasis, is much more on, on the team. Well, that's what I was going to, you know, it, as a purist myself, I would still actually say I know my, people might wince, but I would prefer what's happening now with a solid team that other teams are terrified of, a, a team that looks like they can win every game rather than an average team that has one outstanding person. If it's on their day, they will do something incredible. Um, Ali Hassan here is talking about uh, free kicks. Do you, do you wish Dembele would shoot more often from the edge of the box? I reckon he must have a demon shot. And plus, I wonder what he might be like on free kicks. We haven't scored one for, uh, for more than a year. We and yeah. other people around us were talking about the free kicks. Even the steward was saying to me, you know, after the first couple of corners, he said, you don't clear that first man. Ericsson, which is, if it was any other player, you sort of say, oh, that shits, but it's, it's Ericsson. It's er- Ericsson is technically a good player. We've, we know what he can do, which makes it even more frustrating when, it, when he doesn't clear the first man. And as, as for goals directly from free kicks, and the last one I saw it, the last one, last two, in fact, that he scored were against Swansea away, which was October 2015. That's a while well, back, yeah. I mentioned to you during the game, I saw, I can't remember which game it was, it might have been Chelsea, or it might have been one of the games over the festive period. And we had an indirect free kick, and Danny Rose put a ball in the box. And I was, oh, okay, mm-hmm. and, it was, and it was nice, nice to see that. As for Dembele, why doesn't he shoot more often? We, we know he's got a shot. He scored a fantastic goal against Leon a few years ago. He scored one against now, yeah. one against Anderlecht, and uh, oh, that was a nice one. Yes. Yeah, that was yes, more that was. I remember that one. Villa. Um, we know he's got his armory. That's what in the past. I, I, I I'm, I'm a convert to, to what's called since last year. Um, um, big fan of Musa Dembele whereas listen Pod will know if you go back 18 months or so or two years ago I wasn't a fan of Dembele simply because he frustrated me because I knew what he could do Um, I like the fact that he plays in a deeper role because he's he's strong he can get the ball he can turn he can release it when he gets in the final third that's where I get frustrated because he holds on to the ball too much and yes when he could go for a shot we know he's got it in his armoury he doesn't um, he might have had one at one point in the first half yeah. that just trickled, yeah. trickled by. But again, but the nature of the way they were defending didn't really lend actually to long shots. Can I just say before we move on, yeah. I must say hello to this young lady here. She was the first person who gave me a job in Zaragoza. Hello, Bea. Nice to see you've joined us. Hope the baby's doing well. Nick Seal, um, is it a problem that we can't seem to put teams to bed? Oh, it's my favourite phrase. <laughs> Oh, do you know, as I said, you seem to say on the on the forums, you know, cut cut their throat, tuck them up, and watch them bleed out. But yeah, well, I mean, it goes back to what, what we were saying earlier. Teams come, particularly come to White Hart Lane, and they put put put. They put. This is why you should never do a Facebook Facebook <laughs> Facebook live because you fuck up and editing, and you can't edit it. Um, First swear word. <laughs> Uh, well, that's actually your second. Second, third. Um, <laughs> uh, you could, oh, park the bus. Um, it's too late at night. Um, the teams park the bus at, at White Hart Lane, so it makes it difficult to, to, to break them down. But, you know, we've shown against West Brom, we've shown against Stoke, Stoke. we've shown against Chelsea, different sort of opposition, that we can put, put, put teams to bed. Yeah, occasionally. Oh, the, the, the last, the, after we scored the second goal against Chelsea in, in the win, mm. it was the most efficient uh, example of game management I've ever seen our beloved Tottenham ever do. It was we never looked anywhere like in, a, in anywhere near any doubt in that game. Today, I have to tell you ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been to uh, watch the game live with um, our wonderful presenter here, um, 
he does radiate panic towards the end of the game. <laughs> it's wonderful, wonderful sort of mannerism you have where you start to literally suck your mobile phone and start rocking like this with nerves. And he, he leant into me and went, can need a second. Definitely need a second. Definitely need a second. Yeah. Definitely need a second. There were shades of that. John Steggall will testify that. There were shades of that against West Brom. In fact, that game, it was 2 0. I was like, no, we need a third. Even at 4 0. Yeah. We're, 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 well, like we're, I said, two's never enough, is it? Where are the bagels? Andy Hawker, where are the bagels? Um, there weren't any. They, they don't. This is so. Um, yeah, there, there weren't any in the, in the part lane because um, apparently, so the latest on that, if anyone's interested, which probably not, but I'll tell you anyway, because um, my pod, I can do what the fuck I like. Um, they, 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 um, they, uh, they, 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 were, they were there in the part lane, right? And then they were taken away. There's a catering company called um, Mr. Levy or something like that. No relation to, to our esteemed chairman. And um, they took them away and they said, oh, they weren't popular. And the, the trust they were with you. They were with me. <laughs> the trust, the trust, then went back to the Levy Catering Company and said, um, "Well, nobody knew they were, they were they were there in the first place. They're sort of hidden away, which they are." I have on the on can the I, rare can, I, can I point in? Take a breath. Take a breath. Andy Hawker has uh, followed up his comment saying, "I'm in now on the podcast." We had pizza. No pizza, yeah. <laughs> That's pizza. how we roll. Yeah. We had. We got back from the station. True story. We got back from the station and. Um, so Camas of Water is about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes from from Forest Hill, and then obviously another 15 minutes walk. Um, order some pizza. For, for, I timed it perfectly. We, it would arrive back at about nine-ish, when, when we, just before we were going to start the podcast, and at about, what was it, 8.50 or something? I, yeah. I get a phone call as I got off the station, walking up, and it's like, pizza, pizza man's here. Typical. Half the time they're, 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 they're late, and the, the one time that... You want them to be there on time. They actually end up being there early, and you're not in your flat. Well, I anyway. thought I thought you handled it with a plum. Yeah, Jared. I thought you know the way you said, uh, "I'll be ten minutes." It'll be ten minutes. That's, that's if you could just be, be patient. It wasn't ten minutes. I knew <laughs> I knew full well it wasn't ten minutes. Um, but you know, oh, well, you, I think we we put we put Olympic walkers to shame up that hill, up that hill as well. Um, I can I just say hello to my sister. Hello, Shana. Uh, uh, Barry says, uh, "Evening, handsome chaps." Uh, you must be watching something else. Mm. Uh, it's not winning with style and 4 or 5 nil, but look around Liverpool and the Goons and we're still in the transitional period but picking up the points biggest problem we've had for years is breaking down these teams the second striker can come on and has the confidence or the quality to change things up is still needed who good show well we'll take the plaudits whatever way possible it, it is true uh, it's not 4 or 5 nil. We, we can't drop teams every week and the more we do That's... have these dropping moments the more teams will there's the a, there is an expectation. This is what really fucks me off with Tottenham fans. Yes, you people listening to, to, to watching the pod and um, non-Tottenham fans and come in to see how friendly and lovely we are. But but uh, yeah, those as well. <laughs> um, so you get I don't know. We beat say Watford's um, was it four one? We beat um, Southampton four one, and then they're expecting that say every week. Even last season, remember we, we, we demolished City at home. Oh, and then oh, you know we, draw, we just we, we, we just for, just say that again. We demolished City at home four one. We, we we actually did 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 the double last season over them. Oh yes, um, we did. And then the next few games we draw, which of course is frustrating. But don't you don't can't go into every game expecting that you you you're just gonna beat teams that are canter. Um, even even the teams that win titles don't always do that. Sometimes you scrape out and you win. You have to, you have to win, you have to win this, when playing badly. Absolutely. And this time last year, February, it was, it was Saturday, February the 6th, well, 4th now, because of Leap Year and all that 
bollocks. Um, it was um, talking a piece of email from Papa John's, but anyway. Um, They're complaining about your unreliability, I see. I'd imagine so. Um, a year ago, we beat Watford 1-0, narrowly, and we were second in the table. A year later, we've beaten... Um, who did we play? Middlesbrough, 1-0. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and we're still... And, and we're, and, you know, a year on, we're, we're second in the table. Um, another team from the North East, back in September, we beat um, Sunderland 1-0. Um, and I'll come to Sunderland in a minute. Um... And it's all about points. We, we won those matches. We didn't win them at Canter. We didn't score, you know, score three or four goals. But we got the three points and we move on. We're second in the table, and that's really good. The frustrating thing. Careful, you might tell a bit Mark Kermode if you keep banging a desk. <laughs> the frustrating. <laughs> the frustrating thing is, um, uh, don't ever compare me to Mark Kermode. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh, oh, controversial. Mark Kermode. Which one's Mark Kermode? Mark Kermode's the one with the quiff who does the film reviews and radio. I don't like him either. I was thinking of um, Mark Lamar. No, not Mark Lawson. Is it Mark Lawson? Mark Lawson? I would never compare you to Mark Lawson. Is he the prick with the glasses? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't stand him. Um, <laughs> He's not watching. Um, Nobody hashtag him. Um, Sunderland, right. So, middle of, middle of the week. <laughs> I'm so going to get some wine. You keep right, talking. So, Sunderland, middle of the week. I, I had the misfortune to, to, to go up to Sunderland um, to watch us play uh, Sunderland, obviously. And um, disappointing that... Disappointing that in a week where we had two games that we could have easily won, um, you know, two games we should have won, should have won, should have got six points. Uh, As it is, we've got four. um, Okay, so Chelsea have also got four, but they played Liverpool away and then Arsenal today. Um, But you know, we could have made some ground on them. We didn't. Um, Sunderland's game we should have won, and it was really um, disappointing. Um, I got up at well, I went to had a half day on Tuesday. Got there, um, I don't know, about five o'clock, something like that, uh, at Sunderland. Got a shitty chartered train, actually it wasn't too bad. Um, there were no sockets to, to put my phone, to, to charge my phone. First world problems and all that. Um, and, uh, yeah, got there. Um, Three points gets Middlesbrough at home, first world problems. Best, the best thing about Sunderland was, well, best thing often about Sunderland is, is meeting people, meet, meeting friends. So met, met a few friends um, at, at the Sunderland match. That was nice. Um, spent some time with them. Um but the, the results go all the way up there and play. I thought first half we actually we, we, we played well. Um, I thought perhaps we didn't create enough ch- chances, but I thought some of the movement was really good fairly early on, 10, 15 minutes of that game. And I thought, oh, we're going to get one goal. And as soon as we do, floodgate's going to open and there'll be plenty more goals. And it wasn't to be. And I think it was just one of those games that was really, really frustrating. Um, and that's all I want to say about Sunderland. And I got back at 3, 3.30 in the morning. Um and I was back at work the next day. Um, the same day, you mean? Same day, even. Um, yeah, literally the same day. Um, I went straight into work. Um, didn't even go home. I went straight straight into work, had some kip, and uh, yeah. Um, the way I, I think the way I described it was your experience on. It was Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah. Your experience on Tuesday, I likened to a um, a Norse Viking saga. It was a bit like Jason taking on the Argonauts. Um, your journey back. Um, is uh, frequently, and I know not just you, but um, and not just for Tottenham, people up and down the country for different teams, they uh, they they do these these journeys, mm-hmm. these extraordinary journeys, and uh, you give a lot. You give, and sometimes you can understand why maybe they might it's, be entitled to swear. It's part and parcel. Okay, bit. so it's part and parcel. You know, you you take. We're very fortunate. Our unvery. 
If you're going regularly, hello, Greg. By the way, if if you go, if you're if you're um, hi, Greg. If you're watching Tottenham now, whether it's going to games or or just following Tottenham, it's a good time to be a Tottenham fan. You know, particularly the last eighteen months, but it's a first race. It pretty much since Pochettino took over. Um, and I mean, I, last season I was fortunate that there's so many away matches that I just felt you'd go there and I thought we're gonna we're gonna beat this team and and I never felt that we were gonna lose and that feeling's also there now. So, um, but you've all, you've got to take the rough with with the smooth because you can't you can't expect to go. Like I said earlier, you can't expect to win every game at Canter. Um, that's just that's just that's just life. So um, yes, it was a long journey. Um, the result wasn't what I wanted, um, but you know it wasn't. Sat next to some, next to some nice people, um, Spurs fans on the train. You up. are you are continuing to uh, talk at length about, about this something. painful experience that you had in the northeast of the country. Yeah. Uh, I've got some comments here. Now we got um, David Phipps, for example, says with Davis today, does he just need time to settle? I think that's probably a fair yeah, comment. No, I think, I think he needs a run in the game, a run in the team, uh, and and to adapt to that role he's got to play and realistically I don't think that's going to happen no will if we... Rose is fit Rose will play yeah. uh, will we remain this is a good one will we David again uh, will we remain unbeaten at home this season I don't see why not I'd, I, would I don't agree, see I would agree why not the only thing is I'm, I'm getting, getting we've got to bit... play the goons and and, 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 and and we're capable of winning both matches absolutely if there is a game that we're likely to lose ironically it might be against somebody else that we're not expected to it'll be so spursy that we, we might be I can to... see have we got to play Palace at home no we've, so we've got Southampton at home I can see we've, we've, got, we've got Stoke at home we've got Stoke at home oh, I, remember, oh. I remember Pochettino's Stoke first Stoke games are getting tastier and tastier they are and tastier and tastier and but we've got Stoke at home um, on the run of Berahino will play in that match um, how the mighty have fallen so we've got Stoke at home um, we've got <laughs> we've got <laughs> Bournemouth at home we've got Watford at home we've got Southampton at home Everton at home I don't think that would be easy um, United and Arsenal yes I don't see why. There's no reason, there's why, there's we no can't. reason why, why we can't. There's a great danger. We keep keep hearing. Did you, by the way, Lennon, did you see that Rain Man brain in action? Just reeled off the games we got at home. Definitely, definitely wasn't Rain Man. Definitely wasn't. Definitely Rain wasn't. Man. Definitely wasn't. <laughs> An excellent driver. Ninety seven X. Bam. It's a shame it's not program ninety seven. Right, have, have we got, any more uh, we got uh, yeah. Well, um, Paul was complaining about not even getting a cup of coffee, so we should be lucky that we had a pizza. Um, He's Just. a fucking liar. He got, he got he got lots of cups of tea. I, I offered him some coffee, but I didn't have any instant coffee. I had the real stuff. And he was like, no, no, don't bother yourself. And he had tea. <laughs> real sugar. Uh, uh, Jess says, uh, stop swearing. Um, Ali. Oh, Ali. Can fuck off as well. <laughs> Ali says, Ali Hassan, do you think we're going to catch and overtake Chavsky? Right. Where will they fall away? For those of you amateurs who are not necessarily Tottenham fans, or English, by the way, because I have tied this into mm. my Spanish uh, uh, students page, uh, Chavsky is what we refer to as, uh, what you might know as, I, I can't even bring myself to say the word. Um, you can, West London racist, West plebs, London, yeah, plebs um, um, uh, Chavsky, what, uh, delightful mix of the word chav. Cunts. <laughs> Cunts. Pants. Yeah, so then. Uh, now, this was pretty much the dominant topic of conversation for us as we made our way down to Seven Sisters before we started talking about pizza and politics on, on the train. Um, 14, 14 matches left. Nine, yeah. nine points behind. So effectively, 
let's say they just lose. Let's for the sake of argument, let's let's say they lose two matches, um, and they've still got to play Man United. I could see them. That could be tricky. They want to go to Old Trafford. I think they've got Everton away now. I know they gave Everton a drubbing. Yeah, early in the season, but I think Everton at Goodison, second half of the season, they blow hot. We were talking about for blow hot, 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 hot and cold. Um, on their day, Everton could pose a problem. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, they lost big if here. Let's say they lost those two matches. That would still put them three points ahead of us, assuming we win those two matches and assuming we don't drop any further points. Now, even if we were, even if we remain unbeaten, not never mind at home, but so away from home. Yep. We could still draw the odd game here. For every game that we draw, we're dropping two points, effectively. Yep. I think it's a big ask. Not It's not impossible. It's not inconceivable. And um, teams in the past, Man United, I think, um, our beloved neighbours from um, North London um, in 97-98, overturned a, a United lead, a very big lead. The squatters. The squatters, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so it's possible. It is possible. But I think it's starting to become more difficult because, you know, they, like we said earlier, they got four points from two difficult games. And we also got four points from two games that we really should have got six points. So yeah. we haven't made any ground on them. Well, like, and, like, and the I, game's running out. Like I said, um, it, it shows how a lot of us felt that frustration before Christmas when we, um, when we, we lost to Chelsea before Christmas. And, and really that was, we, should, we shouldn't have lost that game. We should, we should have held our nerve in that game. And then we look at, well, the away trip to Manchester United. Now, you just take those two games. That changes the whole complexion of where we stand now. I don't think... We, the conclusion we drew was, was it's not a disaster to not win the league because we still feel like, you know, oh, I want to use the old, um, uh, the old uh, expression we used to use for the, uh, the Dutchman. What was the Dutchman? Uh, our, our, our beloved leader... Still, uh, yes, that his name just blanked with everything. Stop, stop! Your Tottenham is not ready, and that's still where we are. We are still um, not that we're a work in progress, but we are a team that is uh, a club that is fighting against uh, two or three clubs that have monumental amounts of money uh, and have that consistent gate every week. And I know Levy has his detractors, but he is dragging us, kicking and screaming into that that blue ribbon place where we want to be. We want to be. So not winning the league this season, I'm not conceding, yeah. but not winning the league this season is not a disaster. But the question I asked you, uh, or the question we both asked mm. each other was, what would you take? And the question that's being asked here as well, yeah, Scott Owen says, will you be happy with second in the family cup? To be honest, look, I, I want us to win the league, but if that, if it's not mathematically impossible, but if if... If that's starting to become um, less likely with, with the games running out, at this stage, if somebody offered me second, nailed on second, and a cup, whether that's the FA Cup or the Europa, I would take that, because that would be progress on last season. And what did I say? Yeah. I said I'd change either the cups for finishing ahead that of the Wanderers. I, I genuinely got to that point now where I, I said to you, you know, that Tottingham Day nonsense could not get any later for them last season. Let's finally make sure they get to the end of their calendar and rob salt in those massive gaping but wounds I, I they think, deny exist. I think that would be that would be great, but it would but it would be great if we did it season after season after season. Um, to to do it once. Any run has to happen with the first. Absolutely, but but I I don't I think we shouldn't become preoccupied with with, with doing it once 
and then that's it and then it you know it's, it, it's a, bit, a, bit, a bit like our, our Champions League campaign under Harry a few years ago it's fantastic that we didn't sustain it hopefully now with Pochettino we've got a manager we've got a, cl- a structure in the club in place that will allow us to be consistent which by the way very briefly let, let's discuss um, or let's mention um, that team from from the Midlands um, East Midlands Aston Villa <laughs> let me get no West problem. Leicester, Leicester City. Um, last season, oh yes, last season Leicester won the league. Unfortunately, um, just to remind myself. Um, and um, look at them now. Okay, they are they're shit. They are. They could get. And they re- know they, they could are. get relegated. It could, could give a whole new meaning to the to to, 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 to the term they did a Leicester, which which would roughly then translate as they won the league in the following season. They got relegated. They had now, it all and threw it away. They won the league in what was an, an easier season for us to come back this season in a tougher league, have more points, still be second, which is where we were this time last season. Have more points, but a tougher league with Chelsea improved. You know, with Arsenal, Liverpool, all of that. Liverpool weren't there or Chelsea last season. You've got Man U with stronger proposition now under Marino than they were under Van Gaal. Obviously, you've still got Arsenal City there. For us to maintain that just shows the progress that, that we're making and it's, it's, we're being consistent. Well, this is one of the responses I had when I had my... Uh, oh, I had to say to my brother, Lyndon. He's now watching. I did try to get my younger brother into football. He ended up becoming more of a rugby person. Rugby and film. You've missed the Mark Kermode reference, Lyndon, I'm sorry. Um, in response to a couple of my, my, my Spanish students last year talking about uh, the Leicester paradigm, and, and I said, and I said, you watch. Next year, we'll still be there, and they will have fallen away. Um, and that's it. And I, did, I posed the question to you, would you have rather hmm. done a Leicester win it and then collapse into obscurity again or would you rather this slow build of possibility well a slow build of possibility is it's it's sustainable it's you're not a one season wonder and hopefully uh, it, it's an upward tra- tra- trajectory and and eventually it'll mean it will mean we win the league it's, there's no guarantee that we that we will um the other scenario that described it's great because it means you won you've won the league yeah. in your lifetime. But then, do you really want to be relegated the next season, mm. or be or be be in a position where you're fighting relegation, fighting um, the possibility of being relegated? I, I don't know. I, I think I'm happy with the progress that that we've made. And in which case, in which case, all of and most people say the same. All of the the moaning, bitching crowd can just sharp. Sharp. What more can we ask them to do? What more can we ask them to do? By the way, um, Greg, Greg mm-hmm. has joined in. Um, I've got a question for you as here for us here. Would you agree that by not sending off Valdez, the referee clusterfuck is what he says? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not swearing. I'm quoting. Uh, totally changed the game's potential outcome. They would have had to totally reorganize, reorganize with the reserve keeper and one less outfielder for us to get past. We would probably have won more cleanly, i.e. not just through a penalty. Um, now, I was there. I was there. Was it Valdez who did who, who, who gave away the penalty? It was over in the yeah. pitch for us, yeah. Um, I just saw a, 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 a white-shirted uh, white knight hero jump up into the air and fall to the ground. Um, I kind of, the view we had was slightly obscured. Uh, I'm gonna sound a little bit like a classic football manager here and say, 
I didn't see the incident. <laughs> and so I could not I could not have necessarily um, passed judgment or comment on the referee's decision to give a yellow or red card on Nigel. I miss your Wenger. If Jimmy Hill was al- if Jimmy Hill if if Jimmy Savile were, were, was alive, I'm sure, and in a course of law, he would use that that defence as well. Um, uh, uh, that he didn't see what was going on or, or some such like. Oh, Andy Hawker says it wasn't the penalty. Greg is referring to something else. If you could please, it, ah, oh, I know what he's referring to now. That was right in front of us because that that shows how long the game was. The, the Deli- that was Delhi Deli- Deli- incident. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. that was, but unfortunately, again. I know you're all going to put your hands up and, dis- and say, what a disgrace. We actually weren't paying attention to that, even though it was right in front of us, because that was the moment the steward was complaining about Ericsson not clearing the first man. And we were having a little bit of banter. And then suddenly, we looked up and Ali was going, what? What? <laughs> we missed it. I'm sorry, we missed it. <laughs> right in front of our noses. Uh, I do apologise. I'll pay more attention. Before, before Clearly shown on the replays, Andy Hawker says... Um, uh, at the corner, others pushed Ali three times in the face. Um, yeah, well, um, during that first twenty minutes in the first half, uh, Andy uh, Jav did turn to me, uh, and BT Sport ref says definitely a red card. Apparently, during that fir- that, that that period, uh, Jav did say to me, um, "Is there anything rude you can teach me to say to Victor Valdez in Spanish?" In Spanish? And I opted for if my Spanish people are still watching, I opted for cabron which is a kind of adaptation of the word goat. It kind of means goat fucker. Goat fucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did shout Cabron at Victor Valdez a couple of times. and um, He looks as though he's fucked a goat. He's <laughs> got that look about him. <laughs> There's very little to do in Middlesbrough. Um, uh, Cognon says Andy Hawker, but you should, well, you should put a little, a little accent above the N, because otherwise what you've written is Connor, which doesn't make any sense. Um, before, or Manicon, which is which is basically gay butterfly, but that's a whole other story. Um, this is turning into a language podcast. Yeah, yeah. Be- brilliant. Before we do, before he be- does say, by the way, there should be some retrospective punishment for Victor Valdez. So it must have been He's pretty right. hardcore. Yeah. 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 He was right in front of us, but we weren't paying attention. Go on. Before okay, so be- before before we do, we have some questions actually from 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 some, from, yeah. from earlier in the day as well as well as the live ones that are coming through. Before we do some more questions, um, so normally in the podcast, Bex does a Spurs ladies update. Um, because so Bex, because can we do that now? Because because we're recording this, um, or we're we're doing this as a, as a Facebook live. Um, Bex's update will be in the um, in the audio in, pod. In the audio pod. Hola, it's Bex to let you know what the ladies have been up to this week. The girls played midweek. Finally, after three and a half weeks of not playing any games due to frozen pitches, they played their Boot Avenue semi-final against West Ham at West Ham and ran out 3-1 winners. Goals came from Lu- Lucia Leon, uh, Wendy Martin and Bianca Baptiste. So that's them through to the final. Current date for that is April the 5th and that's that will be at Chessant. Uh, opponents will be Charlton, so it's a top of the league clash for the cup and actually a rerun of last year and I believe the year before. Um, so that should be quite good. Hopefully I'll get to that. I don't know the time yet. Uh, I guess it will be an evening game, which is for me is a drag. But anyway, there you go. So they are through and that's all good news. The ladies have literally just finished playing today. Today's Sunday, the 5th of February. They played in the FA Cup third round. And they play Blackburn Rovers, who are they're a 
in the equivalent league, but the northern side of things. Blackburn Rovers scored first, kept Spurs ladies hanging on for quite a while before Bianca Baptiste finally scored. Um, and then I'm sat here on Twitter, busy scrolling, thinking, come on, girls, it's one all. And, you know, thinking ahead to extra time, only to see Bianca Baptiste get her second on 90 minutes plus three. Um, however, the girls managed to hold on to that win. So they are through to the next round of the FA Cup, which is all good news. Manager Karen Hills must be absolutely delighted with the way her squad are holding on this season. They just don't lose and they certainly don't give in. So that's really good for them. Their next game is next Sunday. And that finally, at very long last, is another league match. That's against Lewis FC and that's at Chesson at 2 o'clock. So definitely go see them. The girls are quite clearly on fire at the moment. Whilst they've not played in the league recently, they are still top of the league. Played 10, 28 points. It's not bad going. Their nearest rivals are Charlton, who have played 12 and have only 26 points. So with any luck this season, the girls will be looking for promotion. And that means they play the winners of the uh, Premier League Northern Division to see who goes gets promotion to WSL2. So usual stuff. Any questions, queries, anything you want me to say, I am on Twitter at BunchesBex. And you can tag me via the THF podcast page if you need to or on the Facebook page. OK, thanks very much. Speak to you next week. Bye bye. Thank you, back, Bex. Thank you, Bex, as ever, for your Spurs ladies update. Right, let's move on and do some, <laughs> move on and do, do some questions. This is going to be a nightmare to edit tomorrow. Um, let's do some. Let's do some more questions. Uh, what, what have we got? Um, I, I, I've answered the question about my name. That's been <laughs> that's been done. Um, uh, you didn't send me the questions uh, prior to the game. Okay, so we, we we did get some questions. Before. And it does ask has anybody heard from NJB? That's still an unknown That's, quantity, yes. Yeah, well, he's a friend of the show. Right, um, let's see. So we've got some questions. Um, Richard Healy, um, Sunderland, what the fuck happened? Yeah, we sort of we've done we've, that. We've done that. David, David Fitz, do you think Holiday it was holidays from yeah. Sunderland? Do you think the result would have been different if most had played in the FA Cup tie? Well, fuck Sunderland, but um, I mean, yeah, clearly, if if if, if the players had if some of the first team players had played against Wickham. Um, and hadn't had such a big rest, then then that might have helped. But as I've said it before, if they played and they picked up a few injuries and they wouldn't have been available for for for, for that game, or would would still played badly, people would be bemoaning the fact that they had played against Wickham. The the reality is, the players that Pochettino has to has to juggle all the players that he's got got on his squad, and he looks at that game against Wickham. He's not disrespecting the FA Cup. He looks at that looks at that match and he thinks. These players that I've picked, they should be good enough. Yes, they're my second tier, but they should be good enough to beat Wickham on paper. And if if they're not going to get a chance to play them, then when 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 the hell are they? Going to yeah, get when people like uh, Vorm, uh, we've got we've got a very very strong. We're not up there with uh, some of the big boys yet, but we've got a very strong set of players in that second line and some very very tasty uh, young players coming through. They are going to need. They are going to need to be blooded. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for example, I don't understand why why Vaughan has uh, put up with being second string for so long. He was a very promising goalkeeper, um, and and you can't keep hold of more than eleven to fifteen top players without actually rotating the team. Um, in the end, in the end, when I we were we were talking about this on the way back, and I said, "Hey, we won." And you replied by saying, I would have enjoyed that game more than what we watched today. Uh, So, yeah, um, if we'd have lost against Sunderland, maybe 
maybe the decisions against Wickham yeah. could have been more heavily uh, criticised. That's what Mason Sunderland, like I said, Sunderland was good for people I met, forget the game. Um, Cross over it. Um, I'm sick and tired of people. David going, Phipps, by the way, says you're right. We're not on match for day first. I told you. Yeah, there you go. Who's on match for day first? I, I, bet, it, I bet it's for scum uh, versus for scum. We just pop we'll it just on here. Pop it on TV. Yeah, <laughs> we'll stick on mute. This is definitely um, a better way to do the pod. This is this is quite good. Um, it's a bit chaotic, but it's pretty good. Um, okay, before we do some more questions, so we're playing Liverpool next week. Right, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going to make a bid. Make I'm a bid. Right, I'm going to get some more. I'm going to go to. I'm. I'm uh, we're playing Liverpool next week. Bef- before I talk to American and get his predictions, um, I'm going up to Liverpool. I've got. I've got a train ticket. I'm going up on the chartered train. Um, I thought I had a match ticket, um, but it turns out the person that was going to help me um, hasn't got a ticket after all, um, because the the the, the cutoff was 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 very high for season ticket holder, so. They don't have as many tickets as they first envisaged. So I don't have a match ticket. If there are any listeners out there that are in a position... Don't forget to help us. Listeners, viewers, whatever. If there are any... If you know somebody that knows somebody that can help me get a ticket to Liverpool, a match ticket, um, then just please get in touch with me. Get in touch with with the podcast. By the way, I'm completely unprofessional of me. I'm abusing the podcast, abusing my position. I couldn't give a fuck, though. So... (laughs) If you can help me, I'll be in, I'll be I will be eternally grateful. Um, so I'm going to Liverpool next week. Um, at this stage, without a match ticket, but if somebody can help me from now to next week, if somebody can help me on the day, perhaps. Um, otherwise, I'll have to be watching it in a pub in the Arkles pub near Anfield. I don't really want to go all that way to watch a game of football that I could watch at home, or I could watch in a pub here in London. Um, you know, Liverpool is a bit of a duck. You went to you. I no, I lived in Liverpool for five Liverpool, years. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool has a bad rep. It's yeah. actually a, a delightful place, full of warm, welcoming people. Just um, uh, not as um, as well populated by good jobs. That's that's its unfortunate thing. Um, I think Mark Stoll's being rather um, patronising about us here. We'll come to Mark. Pre- <laughs> pre- prediction for Liverpool. Very oh look, Chelsea Arsenal are on first. Yeah, nobody surprise, watched. surprise. You've already watched it. That was already so. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, viewers, you've already seen. You've already watched that earlier on, um, no doubt, when it was live. So um, forget match of the day. Just, just, just keep watching this. Um, you know, this is never going to happen again. <laughs> uh, Merrick's not going to be here. Well, he might be. I don't know. Um, I tell you what. If you come out to Spain, we'll do it again from there. How's that? That sounds good, yeah. That sounds perfect. Um, and Nikki, Nikki, I know you're not watching. You're obviously in bed, but you come to Spain and do it with us. Um, predictions for Liverpool. Very predictions for Liverpool. Oh, wow. Wounded beasts and all that. Can we? Uh, well, uh, again, I know we've, this has been the, phrase, the, the catchphrase of the evening. I would, I would submit, I would submit that the title of this podcast should be As We Were Saying On The Way Home. Um, I strongly believe that um, the game against Liverpool is literally the linchpin of our season. In terms of the league or, or, or just... Season, because because we know, we've seen how, how our team reacts when um, the emotions got that high and it's not been achieved. We, we saw that uh, last year at uh, when it, the wheels came off um, and the result that happened in the match that dare not speak its name... Um, Liverpool, we need to beat Liverpool. I, I don't think a draw is enough. Talking to that, I'm going to get a drink. Oh, wow, Jav's going to drink. That's extraordinary. Um, in answer to your question, Andy Hawker, uh, Zaragoza. 
uh, which we do have a question about Naeem, which I will respond to shortly. Um, personally, I don't know how you guys feel out there, but um, I, I think the, uh, the Liverpool game is absolutely vital. It's not just about the points and the chase. It's about laying down a marker to a team, put them in their place, and their place is fifth. Their place is not in the top four. Um, and we have to show that down and, and maintain the pressure on the, um, the the blue carnival riders that are uh, celebrating on the TV screen in front of me right now. Um, that's, that's my take on it. That's my take on it. But um, we were talking about this. And, it, the the mar the errors the, the margin of, of error now is so slim with the amount of games we have got left and uh, we we have to we have to take the opportunity to put one of our competitors to the sword and, and give them the prospect look how great is it to say it's February and if we beat them next week they have nothing left to play for they only have league games to try to try and hold to that potential fourth position. Uh, that would be nice. That'd be nice if we can stop stop watching. Stop. Watching. Uh, sorry, I've just I've just, just seen Conte celebrate with the fans. What a cunt, Conte! Um, oh. All right, sorry, sorry, Mark. Dangerous, dangerous. Uh, uh, next question. Just just on Liverpool. Just on Liverpool. You've talked about the importance of the game. What what what? If you're going to make a prediction, scoreline. Two greats of American Hollywood comedy watching uh, Arsenal Chelsea. That about sums it up. Scoreline. Oh god. Oh. This is one of the most difficult predictions I've had to make. Okay. Um. I I, I think we can do it. I I think I, I'm gonna say shades of the Klinsman two one court, FA Cup quarter final. I'm gonna say we're gonna go one nil down. And we're going to beat them two one. I would I would take that result um, up and down all day. Um, but you know I, I'm not a betting man, so I don't see. <laughs> I'd be really annoyed if we get that result and I'm not there. Sorry, that sounds really selfish of, of me, but um, I don't. Well, I think I think it'll be a draw. I'm I'm gonna I'm, I think it'll be a draw, which I think will be. I can't bring myself to predict a draw. I don't want to uh, to think oh, it into existence. Sports teams have given us a difficult since we apart from the cup tie earlier uh, in the season when they, when they beat us in the um, EFL Cup, all the league matches so far have been draws, and and they they make it difficult. I'm going to go for that third Chelsea goal was an absolute disgrace. Petacek just handed that to them, didn't he? I think he forgot who he plays for. Yeah. Um, one all. Where's that bang on the head? Well, I'm going to say one all, but um, I hope I'm wrong. Um, and if it is a draw, I think that probably, if it isn't already, I think probably that will make our league... Um, there you go, see Jacob Cox agrees with you, 2-2. Two, 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 two. Andy Hawker's with me. We'll win 2-1. Okay. Well, I, I hope you're right. I hope, I hope you're right. I, I hope Andy's right. But I, I've, I, I think it'll be a draw... Um, for, I think from a perspective of winning the league, I think that would probably, you know, assuming Chelsea win, that would put us then 11 points behind them. So yeah. I think well, that that wouldn't be the result that we need if, we, what, if we've got... There was a question that, about, about whether... Yeah, there was a couple of people saying... Um, oh, Mark Stoll says uh, two, a goal in each half, 2-0. Can't feel like the Chelsea win. That, I would be a very happy bunny if that was the case. I would take 2-0, 2-1, um, I don't care. Any sort of win would do. But. A couple of people have been asking about whether um, they think Chelsea can slip up. And again, 
we were talking about this. Um, Chelsea under Conte, yeah. as you have delightfully uh, labelled him, are a much more consistent outfit. But we do know that they have a habit of going a little bit absent without leave on a cold Wednesday night somewhere parochial and far away from London. Um, they've got a couple of those those games coming up, so we don't know. Mm. We don't know. I, personally, I don't think I don't think they're going to slip up enough for us to catch them. Okay, but Arsenal can slip up enough for us to finish above them. Let's um, let's move it on just very very briefly before we come to more questions. Um, we've got a YouTube channel now. You can you can follow the Top Moscow Family podcast on YouTube. There's a YouTube. There channel. is a YouTube channel. Um, we've got all the all the all the pods from series one, one two and three on there. There are fan 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 videos from from games as well on there. Um, from from certain matches. Um, if you want to send us questions, you can do so via Twitter. The handle is at thf podcast. You can do so via the Tottenham Hotspur Family Facebook, Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast Facebook page, and you can also email um, us. Uh, email you address. Bring that through. You named it, did you? That's a real mouthful. Spurs at the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast dot com. <laughs> um, let's do some more. Have we got any more live questions? Uh, or, live questions. We're talking about uh, Dave Phipps being on drugs um, uh, and some draws, and they will get nervous. Yeah, but uh, nothing substantive. There's nothing about Jenna, which Jenna I know Coleman. You're Jenna Coleman. About. Yeah, I've got yeah. Booker. Oh no, that's that's why Andy Hawker says Dave Phipps is on drugs because he's predicting four one to us against Liverpool. Some lovely pictures of Jenna Coleman. Um, um, there's a couple of pictures of uh, Victoria slipping in there as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I have nothing to do whatsoever with with, with football, but by he, the way, he mentioned Jenna Coleman, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't yeah, it was me. Uh, by the way, as I have said to you before online, and I know, prepare yourself for this reaction, ladies and gentlemen. I have not watched Victoria. You disappoint me, Merrick. Uh, it's like my friend Ben, who who believed until a few months ago that I was an actual mod. And then I told him I hadn't seen Quadrophenia. I had more interesting things to do. Like, You've not uh, watched Quadrophenia? No, like, okay. I, I was having more interesting things to do, like uh, riding motorbikes, considering suicide and smoking drugs. Uh, then someone told me that they made a film out of it. <laughs> okay. More questions. Let, 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 let's finish off, let's finish off with a few more questions. Very quickly, we're, we're going to race through these. Um, <laughs> quickly, very sorry, sorry. Andy Hawker says, uh, Jenna has pics of jabs on her dash, on her dartboard. That know. is quite funny. And, and Dave oh, Phipps does dogs. quickly ask, is the next gathering in Southampton? Or for, for the Southampton game? Don't know. He doesn't know. He's not organised. Uh, watch with me. watch the forums. Watch the forums. Yeah. Let's run through some questions. Ask, ask the people that, that organise these things. Right. Um, at Lee Master 81 I think we need 37 points from 45 to say second. Will we get them? Lee, uh, um, I don't know how you've worked it out. Um, and apologies. I, I, I apologise. Because I haven't actually... Given any thought, I did. I did see your question earlier today, and I thought I, I've got to sit down and and work out the maths. But I'm not going to do so at this this time in the evening. But I think the reality is we need a shitload of points, and they need to not get a shitload of points. So it, it's a classic um, tale. We've got what, four, okay. So 14 matches. Let's do the math. 14 matches. So if, if we win, carry the if we win 10 of those, that's uh, 30. Uh, yep. 33, 36. So we've got to what, win like something like 11 of them and draw a few out of 14. We've got to win. We've got to, it's basically, lucky 14, we're not a mathematician, basically. Yeah. 
Okay, we, 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 I don't know how he's um, arrived at that, but um, we need to win a lot of games, and yeah, it's great that we've only lost two, but we've drawn. Which is the other thing that people forget, and we said again on the way home, we looked at the table and I said, look, L2, that's fabulous. We all know that we've drawn a lot of matches. Yeah. And we've got to make sure that in the second half of the season, those the, all the games that we drew earlier on, that we start to push on and they, uh, we start to win matches. And um, yeah, um, Brian Campbell, will Eric Lamella returning make a difference to us breaching ten man defence? A la Tuesday night. Oh, we Tuesday. Talk about Tuesday. Um, uh, by the way, can I just say I, I have been living in Spain for almost ten years, and it's been a long time since I've watched uh, match of a day. And they've just done that thing where they've shifted on the three dimensional interplay mm-hmm. between two camera angles. And uh, well, well played, well played, BBC. Um, we talked about <laughs> we talked about Lamella, and I, and I asked you. I said, when? Well, the first thing I asked is, where the fuck is he? Um, when he comes back, and you you obviously um, you you gave a very a very detailed and very eloquent argument as to why Lamella has gone through uh, a small wardrobe in, in rural England and is now fighting Mr Tumnus <laughs> in another world somewhere. Um, if he does come back, he will he will totally change the competition for places in that midfield. He would be, uh, as opposed to having reasonably good players on the bench, because mm. he won't come straight back into no. the team, he'll be on the bench... Um, he what would an be, option to have on the bench, though. He'll be a game-changer on the bench yeah. for us for a change. Um, I know there's always shades a la Bale. Um, we, again, we talked about this in the bar before the game. We were both those foolish, naive, young, young scallywags yeah. who believed that Bale was going nowhere that summer. Um, if he is uh, committed to the club, as we, we kind of get the impression that he is, and he's going nowhere... And he is going to stay and continue to fight and work for his place. Um, where does he fit in? He fits in in the potch way of coming off the bench, doing a job, and proving his position is worth. Yeah. Adding competition to add up to that quality in the middle of the field. On that subject, very quickly, our errant, strange uh, signing of the season, Sissoko, the man that you struggle to see positives in, he had a little cameo today, and I turned to you and I said, "There was that. He had that run. He had that run. And, how long and, was he? How, how long? He had about 20, 15 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. Uh, he, he looked. He looked lively. He looked mm-hmm. positive. He he didn't. He didn't get the ball as much as Son. I don't think it's his fault. It's just because they're more natural. They're more comfortable with him there. But um, what is what is the beef? What is the beef with this, this guy? He, he's clearly a talent. He proved over... So if you say it was 20 minutes, he yeah. proved that over 20 minutes he can be just as shit as uh, over 90 minutes. Um, so, um, you know, he, he's, he's consistent, if, if anything else. Um, I defended him earlier in the season. He was getting a lot of sick from our, our fans and I defended him then. Um, but recently my patience is starting to, to wear thin with him. And uh... By the way, yeah, Ali Hassan says, um, Match of the Day, Sky, BT Sport, all rave about Chelsea's... Uh, is, that, is, is that cunt? cunt. cunt. <laughs> but surely Wanyama is a much better player. I could not find enough words to agree with you more. 
I, I think there are several players on the current Tottenham roster, as the Americans say, yeah. that would um, put most players in other teams to shame. And they're all under the radar, which is what we like. Mm. Uh, Let's go back to these questions then and we can finish. Because now, now we've got Everton, Everton Bournemouth, which, which is a barnstorm, a 1963 score. Yeah. Um, Sam Moore, how big an impact will Danny Rose being in, injured have on our chance of winning a trophy? Um, it will have a, a, a impact. Unquestionably so. Unquestionably so. It's not just because of who he is, but the fact that actually that without him, we do have to radically change the way we play. And it's noticeable. But not only he's crying over spilt milk, you need to find yourself in another cow. Um, Ed Braz. <laughs> The words of Glenn Hoddle, France 98, I'm pretty sure we said that um, around about that time. Well, before he said uh, disabled people should uh, should stop moaning because it was all their fault uh, in previous life. Generally right. Yeah, yeah, generally right. right, right absolutely, yeah. Hoddle. Yeah. Write, Hod, letters, Hod, Hod write letters better. to Spurs podcast, uh, not to me. Hod, 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 Hod knows best. Um, Ed Brad, does having no like for like player for Rose... Just giving a deli wave, I've been asked. Hinder us... Um, we have Walker and Trippier who are similar style but no such le- oh, sort of discuss Ben Solid Ben is solid um, he's not Danny Rose um, simple as that yeah you know, but different again different as way. I said to you only a couple of years ago we were all going they've given him a five year contract but it's Danny Rose and now he's not only one of the first names down on our team sheet he's one of the first names down on an England team sheet as well yeah. Maurizio can clearly polish a rough-hewn diamond and uh, yeah uh, isn't it funny that we've gone to this point now that we're talking about Danny Rose as an integral part not only of our team but of the way we play it's fabulous so I see that Andy he, he, only... he, he wants you to give a deli wave a deli wave uh, if said we just... oh, no. <laughs> imagine you're talking to, to, to Dyer so, Eric Dyer Derek I. um Okay, let's just let's just wrap this up. Rob, Rob unless, unless people are still, I think Annie, Annie Hawk is the only one awake now at this point. No, Greg's still there. Greg has just said that he he thinks he says Poch and Lamella have, Lamella have been joking about the River Plate rumours. I'll be very, I'll be very surprised if he goes anywhere in the summer. Everything he says is about his commitment to Spurs, and I believe him. Uh, yeah, I've got just two words for you: Dimitar Berbatov, Gareth Bale, Michael Carrick, Sol Campbell. Mm. Um, I don't mention so we, 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 we talked about Sol we talked about Brexit we talked about Sol Campbell we and talked about Gareth Bale um, we didn't talk about Jenna Coleman as much as, as much as I, I would have liked to we um, just shared some pictures it's fine uh, yeah um, Rob Cracksford why didn't we there is a very funny story about Jenna Coleman which we will share one day offline uh, no no I mean on, on publicly one day that anecdote that you, you 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 developed for me this afternoon, which was delightful, we we will have to share that one day one when that? the fact that it goes public won't have any impact on your future life or your use of. Food. Which one? Which one was that? Oh, that one. Oh, that. No, right. Um, okay. Why didn't we, Rob Cracksford? Why didn't we buy buy strikers in the January window? Strikers are ridiculously overpriced and none of them meet Poch's high exacting standards yep exactly <laughs> so mine's better than I could have put, put that Gasola, should we have strengthened in the window well yes if, if there were players available that that, that, that would have fit, fit, fitted Poch's criteria then yes but they are seldom available in the, in, in the January window apart from Ericsson cover we don't have an attacking left wing back when Rose is out we've got Ben Davis but he's not really attacking left back but he's, he's a full back 
Um, would Van Harnold or Siggy be... Oh, fuck off with your sick... <laughs> I'm sick and tired. I am fucking sick and tired of Tottenham fans going on about guilty every <laughs> fucking Sigerson, okay? He's yesterday's man, okay? Gareth Bale, fine. If you want to bring him back, fine. Yesterday... Fuck off Ga- Gilfie oh Sigerson. Oh, my Gilfie's words so far oh, away. Gilfie this, Gilfie... Th- Fuck him. He was never that good, okay? He was good at Swansea. He wasn't good at Tottenham. He's good at Swansea again, okay? He's not good enough for us. Move on. I do miss him, though. Oh, fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I like Gilfie. I like Gilfie in a Swansea shirt, okay? I like the fact that... um, I I, I admire him as a player. I like him in a Swansea shirt. I don't want him back at Tottenham. Okay, final final three. Kent Goodrich, will our lack of transfer activity hurt once the Europa League starts up? Um, No. No, if we can't can't do it, uh, if we can't do it now, we're not going to do it. Um, I I think think the... um, the transfer window nonsense uh, is... I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old-fashioned uh, conservative type. Uh, I, I think transfer window is a bunch of nonsense in the first place. We should be able to have the rolling system as it was. What it's created is a bizarre market force situation, which means that um, in the January window, you basically have waifs and strays trying to find a new daddy. And uh, I, I think Poch is of a new breed of manager who's just gone, no, I'm not interested. not interested. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying over the odds for an unsettled, unhappy yeah. player who needs to learn up a routine and a system and a process. We're good. Do, In do, Poch, we trust. Do our fans... But can we please, can we please come up with a better and more imaginative song for him? Pochettino. He deserves more. Uh, so, I mean, the, the, at the moment, there are there's, you know, Pochettino, Pochettino's Blue Army, Pochettino's Blue Army... Um, Blue my army, um, and then there's the he's magic, you know, which in itself, I don't know, you're trying to wind up, but I would say in itself comes to another conversation we had about the dirge quality of Tottenham. So what songs. did I suggest? Uh, you it's not my suggestion. Uh, rock the Casbah and that's uh, the Clash, which works, uh, which works, and it fits. And you can say, you know that we like him. Din, din, Pochettino, Pochettino, Pochettino. And Smith, Smith from Glasgow, Glasgow Spurs. It's her suggestion, um, but I mentioned it to, to, to America. You could do like ABC. The look of Poch. Got the look. Got the look. The look of Poch. Anything. And the Borough fans, to be fair to them, they were in good voice and good cheer. They were right next to us. And, and some of their songs were quite bouncy, bouncy. Um, we do need to have a bit of a, an upbeat. A friend so. of mine, sorry, a friend of mine, Ed Spencer, who is not only Yo, not, not only not only is he not um, is he, he's, he's, he's also a colleague. Um, not only is he not a um, Tottenham fan, I, I believe he's, he's, he's a football. Is he an oval ball fan? Is he a rugby fan? He's a, he he likes his music. He's a, he's a, he, he he does DJing. Yeah, in, in his play. I don't believe he's a. Particularly follows any. Andy Hawker says your thieves. I suggested rock the Casbah two years ago. Um, I think you find it. Spencer's high. An Ed Smith. It was an Ed Smith. <laughs> and um, Ed says say hi. Hi, East London. East London. Right. Um, Back at you, East London. Okay. Final two questions. Ed Brad. Any more Harrys coming through the youth setup? They seem to be our only decent youth. Um, uh, that's a, a Harry Winks and a Harry Kane joke. Um, well played. Well yeah. played. Uh, we don't know. Ask, 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 uh, Windy Coyce ask, ask Windy Coyce. Ask Windy Coyce. Right. Final question. This one's for me, isn't it? This one's for you. Um, Eddie Elsley asks: Is Naeem more revered in N17 
than in Aragon. Now, you're, you live in, as you said, in Zaragoza. Uh, in Zaragoza, which is the capital of uh, Aragon. Uh, Aragon uh, is nothing to do with Lord of the Rings, um, but probably inspired the name that was given to that uh, region. This, I could, as you well know, I could talk all night about the wonder that is Naeem. Um, ironically, he is uh, a fair, as far as I understand, a fairly devout Muslim, so he doesn't drink. But he has never had to pay for a drink in Zaragoza since that day. I also contend that if he walked down the high road, he would not only never pay for a drink, he'd never make it to the end of the street because he would never be allowed to go past an establishment or a group of people. Um, I think the curious thing about it, the thing, uh, perhaps the difference is in in Zaragoza, the the stories are handed down by generation because it was their victory. Um, I speak to... uh, 12, 13, 14, 15 year old fans who will revere him. And I, I don't know, possibly the younger fans, in uh, the Tottenham fans, might not know who he is, might have to be explained the story. In Zaragoza, it's like in the DNA. But to ask whether he is more revered with us or there, no, we share that. We share that. Um, Rob Woods just joined. Andy Hackfey. He's saying Chim Chimini, Chim Chimini, Chim Chim Jeru, Nayam from Naim from fifty, Baliti from t- <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Um, I what I will do, I will dig out there is a um, a YouTube video which is like a compilation of the evening in Zaragoza of that game. They sent a TV crew round to different places, so like the big square in the centre of town and round and they, they got the reaction. Uh, it, the commentary is in Spanish, but it's not as necessary to understand it. It's the, the vibe from the evening. It is an evening long to be remembered in Zaragoza. And it is deeply ironic for me when I watched that game as a young whippersnapper. And I said, well, Zaragoza is my team in Spain. That's it. To then end up living there and uh, seeing their piss poor attempt at football um, is... Is a sheer delight. Life is life is funny like that. Um, just before before I wrap this up, earlier on you mentioned Alvarez and audio. Ah yes. Now I do so have. What, what, what's the story? You met a. Uh, I have a habit of meeting random people in a pub. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, on the night of the. You met a Belgian t- person. Yeah, on the night of on the night of on Tuesday. No, his name tragically wasn't Hershey. I I must give him a shout out because I told him I would play this on the uh, the show. Um, his name is oh crikey Tintin no his name is not Tintin it, it's Two Guy or something along those lines that's close um, and I, I apologise Two Guy didn't he play for Blackburn yeah I knew you would say that I knew you would say that he, uh, let me just uh, so he I asked him I, I told him we were doing this and I asked him to give me a recording of the best, his name is Tangoy, Tangoy Gervais, uh, spelt differently to Ricky, obviously. Tangoy. Oh, is that, that spelt the same way? No, that, that like Gervais is spelt? Is that Greeks? No, Gervais. Tangoy Gervais, yeah, that's how I would say it, yeah. yeah. I'd probably have you've to been Tangoyed. Yeah, you've been Tangoyed, Gervais. Um, I asked him how to properly pronounce Toby's name. He was full of praise and wonder for Toby, as we all should. Yeah, he's got great Bow hair. Down, bow down for Toby. 
And so uh, there's a little party piece at the end of this monumentally long conversation that we've had in front of other people. He said uh, he, he would give me a recording of him pronouncing his name properly to finally, finally put to bed all those arguments we have had over the many years. So are you ready? Okay, so he... It is. It comes to anybody who's been to So I, I reckon it's Toby. Toby Alderweireld. Yeah. But uh, it is, uh, Well, anybody who's been to the stadium, if they listen to the announcer, he's made the effort to do it properly. So here we go. Alderweireld. Alderweireld. I'll do that again. Toby Alderweireld. Alderweireld. It's a bit guttle. Yeah. Guttle, yeah. Um, play it back. Learn Toby. Amaze your friends. Uh, Toby. Um, yes, hello Belgium. Hello Toby's mum. Hello Toby's dad. Can we just say thank you? And on that bombshell, thank you for yeah, thank you for thank you for bringing Toby into this world. Um, on that bombshell, thank you, Merrick. Thank you, Jack. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honour. Thank you to all all our uh, all our viewers who have been watching this on Facebook Live and staying up late and, and watching this and not, we're, not we're, bothering with match of day. Yeah, which is, we're which getting is, ready. We're getting ready to watch the match of day highlights. But I insist that you all do what we are going to do before we crash to bed. Is we're going to watch a bit of Arsenal TV and laugh. Yeah, that's 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 on that's the on. idea of Chelsea fans trying to storm the Arsenal TV interviews. <laughs> is probably something that I I do need to watch before I go to sleep. We we'll we'll certainly watch that. Thank you, um, thank you for all the viewers. Um, the podcast obviously will, will still be once we once we stop this video, it'll still be available on the Top of the Family podcast Facebook page. You can still go back and watch it. Um, it will be available as an audio podcast yep. for you to listen to, download, listen to on your way to work on, on Monday morning, hopefully later on tomorrow at some point. Um, the next podcast I should be recording a week tomorrow, next Sunday, the day after I return from Liverpool, having watched at Anfield, hopefully with a ticket. A ticket would have materialised by that point and hopefully watched us beat them 2-1. That's what we're hoping for. We're hoping, um, yeah, so the next podcast will, will, will be su Sunday. And now now you can all see the environ in which... Uh, yeah, I've invited you, invited you in, in, into, into my, his home. Into my, and ironically, have you noticed all of the decoration that we've done after all that doesn't really come into the shop. Doesn't really. You can just about see <laughs> White Hart Lane at the top. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's the long walk to freedom, which is all about being a, a Spurs fan of the nineties. That is very true, very true. Right, as ever, um, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Good night. Seen them go, the names up on our shirt. Gods have failed as men are hailed and failed.
voices in the dirt Now gather round and sing it out And we'll talk out all the 